You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters-Vassar, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Well, good afternoon. This is A to the N to the G, and you're listening to Your Credit Today. I have amazing guests on my show today, but before I get to them, I just have to do a little housekeeping. If you have not subscribed to this show, shame on you. You need to subscribe to this show immediately. Why should you subscribe to this show? People ask me all the time, Angela, why do you give out free information? Well, I think it's super important for all of us to know and understand that our credit is an investment tool to build wealth. I want to shout from the hilltops and tell everybody about how they can use their credit as a tool. Last month, we had some amazing guests and we learned a lot under the new world of covid unfortunately, 19. We had a 30-year tax veteran give us undeniable important tax-saving tips and frontliner information on what's going to happen next year with those who have gotten PPP loans or SBA loans. We had the number two in the nation, wealth investment advisor, kick us out of fear and give us some sound investment strategies that he had. And oh my gosh, I have gotten so many emails and calls about Jeff Fraticangeli. I'm so happy that we had him on the show. Then we had a 30-year executive recruiter and employment specialist grace us with how the new work environments will look and how to keep the faith that jobs will still be around and necessary. This month, folks, we are focusing on dynamic duos, married people in the biz. So keep tuning in and learn from the pros. As you guys know, I have been married to my mister for 30 years, and he is my partner. And I can tell you, it has been an amazing ride. We love working together. I was just telling my guests that are on the show that we eat, sleep, and drink each other. And let me tell you something. There are good days and bad days, but I will tell you 80% of the time, we have good news, and I'm excited to hear from my guests today. Now, you know, we always talk about a little news, but you know, today I thought let's do a little observation instead of some news. The earth has been given a break, guys. There's been less pollution, less use of factories and cars, planes and automobiles driving and flying around. And this has given Mother Nature the break that she needs to grow and heal from some of the damage we've been causing for decades. News reports around the world have been coming together and telling us about all of these unseen phenomenons that are absolutely breathtaking. And one I actually got to see myself. Like I said, one I got to actually see myself. Nature is putting on a light show amid coronavirus lockdowns, and the West Coast has a glowing algae that has turned the nighttime visit to the beach into a breathtaking display of glowing sea life. Guys, the things that you've been seeing on the news about the ocean looking blue, it's real. I have the pictures. I can show it to you. It is absolutely amazing. So like I said, we're going to skip the news today because I have two guests on my show and I have to go over their bios because they are amazing people. My guests today are not only great friends and highly esteemed business managers in the entertainment and sports community, they have been mentors to many, including myself, saviors to their clients and a wealth of support to their staff and partners. 
being married has its canvas we paint on. Trust me, I know firsthand, like I said, but being business partners, parents, and being married, well, that's a whole new box of delicious chocolates that we're going to talk about today. So let's get after it. Let's get started. Well, I want to say ladies first. Pamela Malik, Managing Director of the Colony Group, is passionate about implementing skillful financial solutions to complex situations and applying her knowledge of tax accounting to maximize clients' positive outcomes. Prior to merging with Colony Group in 2019, Pam was one of the founding partners of Glass Malik LLP, a business management firm specializing in the entertainment industry. Pam was named, I love this, Dynamic Woman of Los Angeles in 2017. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, she is a dynamic woman. She was named by Angelino Magazine and has been listed one of Variety's business managers elite. Not only is she dynamic, but she's integrally involved with a charitable organization responsible for providing shelter and education to underprivileged children from third world countries and enjoys seeing these children blossom and thrive over the years. Welcome to the show, Pam. And next we have, ladies and gentlemen, my amazing Amir. This guy and I go way back, and he is one of the coolest cats that I know. Amir Malik, Managing Director of the Colony Group, brings over 20 years of experience and works closely with some of the industry's top musicians, writers, TV and film executives, actors, TV personalities, songwriters, internet personalities, and high net worth individuals. As the executive business management manager for his diverse clients, Amir strives to deliver remarkable service as he supervises the daily financial affairs and business activities of each client. He works closely with his clients' talent and financial teams to meet their short and long-term financial objectives. Prior to merging with the Colony Group in 2019, Amir was also a partner of Glass Malik LLP, a business management firm specializing in the entertainment industry. Welcome, 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 you guys. Thank you, Angela. Thank you for having us. We're excited. Absolutely, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about the Malik family. Um, well, Amir and I met in college. Ah. Um, actually, he had just graduated, and I transferred into that college, and we met uh, through a mutual friend at a party. Oh, we, Yeah, we hit it off. It was a great night, and uh, he moved a bit to San Francisco to get his master's, and we did a long uh, relationship, long-distance relationship. And he really couldn't stay away, so he moved back to the way. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> you know? it. You uh, know, he moved back to LA, and uh, we got married. Um, we have been married for twenty years. September will be twenty-one. Um, Congratulations, Angela. We're 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 best friends, you know. And uh, together, we have raised uh, two girls. We have twins. They're now fifteen years old. Um, and it's just a pleasure, you know, raising them together. I don't know how much pleasure there is right now with the pandemic and quarantine of all at home together with the twin 15-year-olds and two puppies, you know, but we're Oh, you have puppies? You have puppies? Yeah, we have two puppies, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> what kind of dogs are they? 
And they're both Shih Tzu mix, one of them with Maltese and one of them with, uh, um, what's your name? Pudo. Pudo, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. So they're running around all the time, you know, it was fantastic. They're great distractions at this time, you know, so it's great. Absolutely. Well, that is beautiful. And like I said, congratulations on the 21 years. You know, we live in a world where unfortunately, uh, marriages don't last very long. And to hear that you've been married, that you're best friends, that you work together is so inspiring and encouraging. So thank you for sharing that. You know, talking about your kids, um, I always like to, this is an educational show on top of us talking about other topics, but do you teach your kids about about money? And if so, what fun ways have you helped your kids interact with money to teach them financial values? Well, uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for that introduction, Angela. And you have been an amazing teammate throughout the years for both of us, in particular, I know for me, uh, whenever there's a curveball of anything regarding credit or something, You've been my go-to person, and you've always come through. Uh, I can't thank you enough for everything you've done for us. Oh, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Um, as far as what uh, you know, I we we sort of had a system with them. I'm like that. Try to teach them, you know, about financial responsibility. So a couple of years ago, not really a couple of years ago, a year ago or something, they were they were 14. We went to Bank of America, opened up two uh, checking accounts for them, and we said, okay. It's like every time you go to Starbucks or whatever and you ask for money from us and like that, you're going to get X amount of dollars on a, on a weekly basis. And this is your money. You could save the entire amount or you could, you know, spend it the way you're spending it. And uh, that amount of money goes to them directly. And then they spend sometimes on other stuff as well. And uh, if, if it's something that we should be covering uh, on a periodic basis, maybe every couple of months, we print out their uh, statements we put them in front of them and we go item by item what things that Pam and Amir should cover for them that they spend. Like if That's they were, awesome. You know, so, so I reimburse them for that. And then they have to reimburse each other as well if there's some things. And we make it clear to them that you can't be penny-pinching each other. Sometimes you treat your sister. You know? and, uh, <laughs> That's right. So it's That's very, right. very interesting there. We, we actually, I think we chewed up uh, about a week ago. Twins can be so different. You know, one of them has a substantial amount of savings, and the other one has just gone through her money. Oh, yeah, it's the same thing. What happens? You know, one of them is a saver. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. To that, um, Angela, we did something else for them that I think has been great. A few years ago, we opened a HUDMAN account for them, which is just a, a a savings account for a minor that they can invest in stocks and bonds and so oh, I on. love it. And um, we sat with them and we picked the stocks that we, we what companies do you really like? Well, they love Facebook. So like, okay, Facebook and you know, Apple, I love my phone. I said, okay, Apple, you know, and uh, uh, you know, just recently the Disney Channel has this new streaming uh, program, Plus. Disney Plus, and they talked about that. So I'm like, okay, well, if you're really interested, then we can buy the stocks. This is how much money you got. This is what we're going to buy. This is your online access, and you can go on your iPhone, and you can check and see how your stock is doing. 
you know, and read articles about it, you know, so that's, that's a really fun thing. And they're kind of learning about finances. Absolutely. I think that that is amazing that you do that because one of the things that you know that I'm passionate about is teaching the younger generation um, as well as teaching the college bound because I think that unfortunately a lot of younger adults learn by default and I think that it starts in the home that we have to really um, have a concerted effort of teaching our children the value of money so that when they get on their own they're successful and we don't have to come and save them when they get older. So I think it's amazing that you guys are sitting down with them and helping them understand what it looks like to have a savings account, what it looks like to have a checking account, what it looks like to spend money on the things that matter and maybe the things that don't matter. Of course, you know, we've got to have fun too. And I think it's great that you're showing them um, investment strategies because there's so many different things that I tell college students all the time that they can start investing in right now with a little amount of money. And um, my boys, especially, I've helped them understand that since they were very young, so that, you know, when they are out of college, they've got a good chunk of savings, they've got some good investments, and they can go out and buy their first home or whatnot. So kudos to you that you're doing that for your children. So, um, you know, this is a question for you both. What is the best advice you were given in life that you still live by to keep you motivated? Like what motivates you? Who told you something that motivated you? And you think about it all the time. You know, um, there were a couple of things that my father um, had told me that I've always, uh, you know, I carry with me all the time. Um, don't spend the money you don't have. Mm. Meaning don't. If you want to splurge on a beautiful handbag, do it. If you have the money, don't put it on a credit card and pay high interest on it. At that, at that time, that's not the right time for you to own that piece of asset. Um, make wise decisions regarding that. Um, and also, make sure you always have adequate savings in your account for the, for the rainy day. You know, it's very, very, very important. And don't spend everything you make, you know, live a lavish life if you can afford it. And always remember, it's not, grass is not always green. There are days that you may need to go to your savings, like, what's happening now? You know, and, yeah. and, and, and seeing what's happening. And I think, what a wise man, you know, he yes. was telling me this, you know, but, you know, it's not always like this, Pam, you know, you should uh, think about the days that maybe some of your wealth would go and maybe you won't be making money and, and look, you know, one way or another it's happened, you know, and yes. people that, are, that, that do have savings are living a much more comfortable life. Absolutely. hundred percent. That's great. And it's great that you're, it came from your papa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the <wise> businessman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he literally, it's it's almost like a story kind of a thing, but he unfortunately passed away a few years ago. But one of the last advices that just Pam alluded to, it was literally on his deathbed that he gave this advice. So we walked out of that and we just looked at each other and sunk in. Like like this man, one of the last things he's telling us is this thing. So that that really affected me personally, uh, big time. And our families are very close as well. Uh, so, I, I, but my, I, I'm going to make a lighter note of it. My, I, I had an uncle, he passed away a few years ago. He was a surgeon and he advised us that this is a time that there was no scanning or anything like that. He advised us and his brother, my dad, and all of us that even if you find a piece of paper on the ground when you're walking somewhere, 
before throwing it away, you uh, get two copies of it and you file it, <laughs> meaning that you keep everything filed for yourself. So that is a great advice for a business manager because for all of our clients, we make sure we scan and keep everything. You send me an email, <laughs> Angela, on something, guess what? It's getting dragged somewhere, getting saved. And I always go back and refer to it. And here's Angela advising me that I should be doing this for this client. And I will do, put reminders for myself as well on it. So it, it was a very good advice at that point. It's funny. Yeah, this actually, there was an episode with a conference call with a band, a rock band. And they had a question about something that happened five years ago. And... I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I got it. I remember what we talked about because when we were on a call, we had to make notes and I scanned it in. You know, so I pulled Isn't it that out. amazing? Isn't that amazing that you did that and that your uncle gave you that advice? Because what we're experiencing right now, due to the the circumstances that we're under, is that you know a lot of people have been asking me, you know, how hard was it to leave your office? And for me, it was easy because we're paperless. So, you know, a lot of people, just what you guys are saying and how important it is to keep documents and things of that nature and history. I mean, look at how amazing it is for you to go back and, and see something that happened five years ago. And that must be so impressive to your clients. They must feel so safe in your in your hands. We're, we're doing our job as business managers. I mean, all good business managers uh, follow this guideline, and we, we, all of us always have uh, been trained by others that to get to this point. We always obviously put our own uh, flavor to it as well. But uh, the concept of the, the clients relying on you to, you know, have their uh, financial and to some ex uh, extent, you know, legal documents and like that uh, ready for them, it always impresses them. And uh, and we are the go-to person. I mean. Most of our clients, you know, they, they might have a copy of their will or something, but they usually don't. You know, we are holding on to it and uh, we, we take that responsibility extremely seriously. Well, um, I know that about you guys because I can tell you, you are one of the best in the business. I can I can say that hands down. Thank you. <laughs> so, so let me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's hard, but it's fun. I I yeah. know. Um. So let's let's get dive into a little bit of history now. For some of our listeners out there, they may not really understand what business management is. Can you explain to our listeners what it means to actually have a business manager? Um, so a business manager is really involved um, through um, CPAs, certified public accountants, uh, traditional accounting, and uh, when they entered the entertainment industry, and the wealth was developed, and they were traveling a lot, putting on tours, and whatnot, we stepped into kind of like a home office for them you know we became the address of record for them you know all their mail everything came uh, comes to our office we go through it for them nothing goes to their homes but they're barely home either they're outside shooting a film or they're on tour everything comes to us we go through their finances we pay all their bills for them we do all their tax planning for them we advise them of what kind of entity they should have for a particular venture that they're doing and uh, we look at their uh, insurance needs, make sure they're adequately insured, whether it's health insurance or business insurance. We make sure that they are putting money away in pension when they're earning the money as a tax savings tool and also for their future. Uh, 
Whenever they want to buy a home, um, they call us. Uh, we connect them to a reputable um, real estate agent. If they need to refinance, we look at refinancing their homes all the time. We're kind of like their CFO. They like look at it as a as a, like an in-house uh, kind of a family office. Mm. You know, one stop shop. Anything you want to do, if you want to buy a piece of jewelry, an expensive piece of jewelry, first call me. Uh, if any investment opportunity comes about, we advise them to the best of our knowledge, but we uh, put a support team around them. Um, we are not, um, personally, and we are not our own wealth advisors. However, now that we have joined the Colony Group and we merged with them, um, Colony Group is a wealth advisory firm, and we are oh. now the business management department. So. Um, Colony manages uh, approximately $11 billion in assets. Oh. So now we have that tool to add to the services that we provide to our clients, which is fantastic because it's complementary to yes. our clients' business. And we know where our clients sleep. We know how much money they're going to make. We know how many contracts they have. We can cash flow our clients for several years because we plan ahead, whether it's touring, whether it's movies, contracts. And whatnot, and we can advise them um, as to how much you should put aside, how the um, diversified your portfolio needs to be, you know. So now we're in that business as well, which is you know fantastic. Uh, just just to give you a backdrop, it's, as uh, as you know, we recently joined uh, uh, the Colony Group, and we're now uh, one of uh, the partners in there. And it's just been has, has been an amazing experience. Uh, uh, it's an all-encompassing firm that we are uh, part of the business management side of it. And then there's an entire side of the wealth management. And uh, it's a deep bench of uh, attorneys on, uh, that we have as partners or staff, uh, multiple CPAs and so on. So every, every credentials you can imagine as part of our team. And uh, this is just you know the, the wealth of knowledge that we have access to and our wow. clients have access to. And, uh, as, you know, we still operate, as Pam said, that, you know, we are business managers. I, we know what my strong suit is, but we have been bringing our partners, especially in the past few weeks, involved in many things. And uh, I just can't tell you, Angela, how amazing the feeling of it is to have these kind of partners jumping in or even staff or even like that of their wealth of knowledge, whether it's in tax, uh, a wealth advisory side. Even uh, on, on the estate side and like that, it's, it's an amazing experience. I, I personally had an experience uh, a couple of days ago that a client had questions on uh, on investing in oil. And he didn't want to join the firm. He didn't want to, it was just, he just had a question. And I right away brought one of my partners uh, into this conversation. And it was one of the most instructive and informative uh, conversations within 15, 10 minutes that I've ever heard about oil industry, about how you invest in it, how uh, the, the multiple tools that are involved and so on and so forth. So for me personally, that was a huge advantage. We've been doing business management for many, many years now. And it's amazing now that to define business management really is is to define it as, as giving service to our clients as much as possible. I mean, how many times have you come in and helped us in fixing a situation first when we get a client. We get a client, fantastic client, has a bad credit. You come and save the day, fix the credit right away, and from there we go buy the house. We do all these other stuff for them that we have to do. We first have to fix the credit. Now with the experience that we're having with Colony is we have these partners and this wealth of knowledge and these, this uh, company that is helping us as partners 
uh, even providing more services to our clients. And uh, it's just been an amazing experience in the past uh, six, seven months. Yeah, eight months. six yeah. months. You yeah. know, and another thing that um, has been fantastic, you know, now our just uh, Southern California location has expanded to mm. the East Coast. We have offices in New York and Boston uh, and uh, Bonesta and Denver. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And our clients that are living in those states have an ability to actually walk into one of our offices to receive some services. Well, not these days. So what I hear you saying is, is that you still have the boutique feel of business management, but yes. you are a, a bigger boutique with, you know, all hands on deck and everything you can think of, all the, the, the bells and whistles. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It, it's it, Everybody's bringing whatever they have in their toolbox into Colony and there's an open mind to, you know, uh, you know, to utilize them. So we're finding things that we always needed and partners. It's funny, you send a blast to the partners. Hey, need help with such and such a thing. Need an attorney in Florida for such a thing. In two minutes, three attorneys are giving advice to you right away and we utilize them because there's a history of it. So wow. that's really Incredible. Well, congratulations on that. That's that's a major accomplishment for both of you. And I'm I'm super happy. It couldn't have happened to better people as far as I'm concerned. And I guess that that handles my question as far as who is the colony group. So you just broke that down uh, for me. But I do have a question uh, really quickly. What drew you both into the business management world? Like what 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 called you into that? Uh, I'll tell you, I always say this story. Uh, I think till the age of 27, I didn't even know, I never heard of business management before. You know, like I was, I had my blinders on. I'm supposed to become an accountant and I need audit hours. We need audit hours at that point to become CPAs. <clears throat> so I went into, uh, you know, a firm, got my audit hours. And uh, one time on happy hour, one of my buddies had brought one of his friends who was working in a business management firm. So the guy is explaining what business management is. And all I could think about is what a schmuck, you know, he, he, he's, not getting, he's not getting any audit hours. Why in the world would he be doing this? You know, how could he become a CPA? Just completely ignoring what the guy is telling you. So that was the first time I'd ever heard about it. Then I got a job in business management and it's just, uh, it, it's, it's, it, I, I don't think, you know, I think Pat is the same way as first personality is just for us to just be CPAs would have really, you know, stifled what we could be. You know, and then business management is that clients call us with any kind of problem from, you know, importing something from Italy. Uh, to the plumber, to the plumber, right? To the plumber. To the plumber. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I have few plumbers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Similar to with uh, Amir's experience, you know, I was a tax manager at a local firm. And I was just sitting in my office and ticking and flicking tax returns and doing research and, you know, just never left my office. And, you know, and my tax knowledge was great, you know, but I just didn't like my job. Mm. And the mirror's like, well, you know, I just went and had a drink with my buddy, you know, why don't you look into this business management? And I had already gone my audit hours and I'm like, well, okay, you know, and um, I got into it. I was a tax accountant and I started in business management for but soon after. I just found the passion in it. You know, it's just, it's so nice to see the puzzle of different pieces of a person's financial life come together as a whole. 
when I get a, a, a new client, um, and there have been a few uh, clients that I'm getting that are ladies these days that either have gone through a divorce or have, have come into substantial money, and they really don't know what to do. And I, and I jump in there and I help them. You know, I help them. Don't pay this much money for rent. Buy this property. What are you doing with this? You know, don't do this business. I analyze the whole life. Put the pieces together. Analyze the insurance policy, the kids' college plans, their, everything, their retirement, and help them put them on a budget and then meet with them periodically to make sure they're keeping within what we discussed. And it's so nice to see that you can make that kind of a difference in someone's life. Oh, yeah. It's just the tax accountant. You know, when you're just an accountant, should I save you some money in taxes? But this is like, look, you know, we did all of this. We accomplished all of this for it's you. It's all encompassing. Yeah, that's wonderful. All encompassing. Well, Pam, that leads me to ask you a question. What do you love most about your career? I think you kind of just, you know, laid it on the table, but is there is there anything else that you would say that you love the most? You know, I just, I, I honestly love the fact that I have clients that trust me so much, you know, and it, it's so rewarding um, to know that, you know, they call you for really important critical decisions in their life and they're relying on your advice and they'll just take your advice you know so it's such a, a responsibility it's just rewarding you know to to be um, that influential person in your client's life um, and to be able to assist them and make, make the overall financial life better i love that i i, I really take a joy in that Amir, um, what is the toughest part of your daily grind and how do you push through it? Because I know you're a master of pushing through anything. So tell us about the, about the tough part. You know, it, it's, uh, you know, here, here's a tough part. I mean, uh, you know, this whole uh, COVID-19 has happened and, you know, suddenly all of our, you know, uh, clients that perform, you know, yeah. All their performances got canceled. And some of these people are young. You know, we have very seasoned ones that have uh, a ton of wealth that uh, you know uh, we have been a part of to put aside for them like that. But some of them are young; they're in their twenties and like that, and they do fantastic. But this is just the beginning of their career. So uh, you know, just putting that that puzzle together as far as cash flow, like uh, you know, reaching out. You know, if they have bought a house, reaching out to the mortgage company in the past few weeks and like that, and saying, look. We'll take that 90 days deferral and let's pump the ball because we want to make sure that their cash is there for them. And uh, the way we also, both of us and any good business manager will handle this is it doesn't make a difference if you're a small client or a big client. They need us. You got to feel that, you know, we're their, uh, you know, we're their help, you know, so we have to help them. So, uh, I mean, the amount of number of pay paychecks protection program uh, uh, that we ran in the past few weeks and are getting funded this week and the thank yous that we're getting for that, it's, mm. it really hits the heart. But imagine we're putting this through, the government doesn't even know what they're doing and like that. Right. And people are coming to us and saying, are we getting funded? Are we going to get funded? And for us to, you know, I, and I never sugarcoat things for people. So I say, I think you're going to get funded. You know, they think you're going to get funded, but I can't guarantee it. And that, that was a little tough, you know, but... But this is where the value of us came through. It's not when everything is hunky-dory and the tours are all over That's the place. Right. Like that. Yeah. Uh, we really look at this as an opportunity to show our clients that we are your teammate. We are there for you. Yes. Add something to this, Angela, real quick. So you just know what happened in those few days when um, the bill passed 
And we knew that there's a limited funds available in this loan called payroll protection plan or the disaster relief loan. And we're just reading upon it, calling attorneys. We're all trying to interpret it and see what do we do? What do we do? When, when do we submit this to make sure that our clients are in line, are in queue? So we had actually prepared all of the applications for all of our clients for three days. We literally worked until like two o'clock in the morning and we prepared them all. And at midnight on that Thursday night, I forgot what date it was. It was the first that SBA had opened up the queue for the PPP loans and we submitted all of our loans right at midnight. I have to tell you. So- <laughs> and, then, and then they said, oh. Uh, we've changed our, our, our form. So yeah. there, was oh my God. 14, there was about about 10 hour period that they, we ha- we thought that we had to go to, and, and mind this, we have to send this to the clients. They they weren't taking DocuSign. It had to be, a, it could have been a PDF, but it had to be a real signature. Most 20 year olds don't have a scanner, don't have a printer. Right. In, in the house. They can't go to FedEx to scan. It was a nightmare to get these signatures. And suddenly the, uh, you know, the bank is telling us there might be new forms that you have to fill out. Now, thankfully, they didn't have to. But this is the kind of thing we dealt with. But we were some of the first people that got the phone. None of our clients got were able to participate in the first funding. Yeah. Now that's called persistence and tenacity. I love it. I love it. I love it. So here's a question for the both of you. And this is about being married and partners and being in the business together. How do you, how do your strengths complement each other? Give us some examples of how you've been able to work together for so long with success. I mean, what's your secret? Um, you know, giving each other space, you know, I think that's really, really important. Um, you know, we had a rule when we first became partners, we said no carpooling. We're not carpooling to the office together. Because uh, okay. that, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was my big thing. We're not carpooling, you know, we're not, you know, I, I make my phone calls, I talk to my clients, I talk to my friends, you know, my mom, you know, I love, it's my space, you know, in the car. Um, you know, I mean, later that got changed a little bit, you know, but we... But when, we, we, when we carpool, I'm, I'm driving, she's doing her email, I'm so doing my email. I really don't get any <laughs> Okay. Um, but we both have particular strengths um, and that we complement each other in different categories. It's hard to differentiate between it, but, you know, there's certain things I just know Amir is really good at and I just bounce it right off of him. And there's certain things that he knows I'm good at. We bounce it all over each other all the time in all different matters and all different things. You know, well, it so, sounds like you guys have some good boundaries that um, really work for you. And I love hearing that because I think in all relationships, you need that. We tell each other, like, you know, when we have a very stressful day, we, we find each other still talking about the client issues and everything into our, our personal life at home. Mm-hmm. And he's, one of us always tries to remind the other one, stop, Let, let's, let's stop. There's got to be a, a cutoff of talking about work and then stop talking about work, you know, kind of thing. Let's just talk about our, our yeah, parents. We have a rule, you know, we don't talk business in front of kids much, you know, not detail. We talk about finance. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're out to dinner. We don't just all of a sudden start talking about clients, you know. Right. We're just out to have fun. You know, and it's really important to differentiate between work and personal life when you're married and working together. You've got to have to, you have to do that. 
Well, and that, I guess that goes into, you know, kind of life balance, you know, when you talk about um, balancing life and business and success, I mean, that's pretty much what you're telling me is that you know when to cut it off because it's important to have your home be a sanctuary. You know, it's another thing when you go into the office, but, you know, you want your home to have a spiritual sanctuary of, you know, calmness and obviously, you know, you're married. So, you know, that's the time that we're husband and wife, you know? So I, I love hearing that you guys uh, check each other, so to speak. My husband and I do the same thing. I'll tell you a little secret. He does it more than I do because I'm always talking about business. And he always looks at me and he's like, and he's like, uh, really? We're, we're making dinner right now and you're talking about business. We're supposed to be talking about how much we love each other. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I can totally see you doing that, Angela. <laughs> I, do, I totally do it all the time. He just wants to kick me. But <laughs> yeah. So the last thing I want to ask you guys is what would you say is your number one financial tip or advice that you would give to our listeners? Number one. Uh, Make sure your credit cards are paid in full at the end of each month. <laughs> okay. Um, I think for me, uh, you know, spend what you got. Don't spend more than what you have. Be a saver. Think about your future. Um, no matter how young you are, and if you if you work, your office allows you to put money away in a four hundred one k. Think about your future. Put that money away. Um, Time flies uh, before you know it. You're going to be tapping into it. I don't know when you're younger, you don't think that way, you know? So from when you your first job, start saving and be uh, cognizant of where you're spending your money. Absolutely. Good. Well, thank you. Thank you guys so much for being on your credit today. Um, I really value my relationship with you guys. I just love working with you and working with your clients. I'm looking forward to the future. I'm so happy about the new success that you've discovered with your new partnerships. And you heard it here first, friends. You heard it from A to the N to the G. This is your credit today. And Pam, Amir, and Angela are out.